Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hey, Michael. Dr. Kirk Elliott, how are you doing today? I am doing good. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, it's beautiful out here. How, how's the weather out there in Denver? It's beautiful. Um, beautiful. Couldn't ask for much more blue skies. It's in the 50s, I think. Wow. It's just awesome. It's Very like shorts-wearing weather for Colorado. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> good. Good to hear. Good to hear. So uh, what's what's going on? The uh, the I got the this Federal Reserve uh, M one calendar. We can look at here in a second. What what else you got going on? I, I want to talk about um, the the whole uh, CBDC, the the central bank digital currency thing. Complete elimination of privacy. Moving more towards you know, quantum financial system type stuff. The, mm-hmm. the U.S. is probably going to digital digital currency here before we know it, which wow. we can mm-hmm. talk about that for a bit. And, and that's, okay. I mean, there's, I, I read it on their, their stupid memo from the Federal Reserve website, right? And then, so, yeah, this stuff is coming. It's, it's barreling down upon us. So how does that look? Are they going to make their own currency and, you know, all the other cryptocurrencies go out the window or how, how do you think it well, works? Well, I don't think crypto, it's not going to be like a cryptocurrency, but it's going to be more like Venmo or Apple Pay. Okay. Um, you can just add um, central bank digital currency to your e-wallet, right? Mm-hmm. And then just use it like anything else when you're paying with your iPhone or whatever. Um, wow. Yeah. So they're they're wanting to use central central bank notes as the currency and they're going digital with it, which means pr- hmm. goodbye privacy. Right. Um, yeah. So we can talk about that just some in the, and the egregiousness that that is when, when people lose all privacy, right. Everyone will know everything about everything, but the biggest thing that we, we have to go over today is that M1 money supply. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. this has ramifications that, that are going to be disastrous. Um, because the central bankers, I mean, it's their chart. It's not mine. Um, they know that that it's impossible to pay back the debt now. So if it's impossible, why not just add a bunch more to it, right? And I think that's where we're going down that road. Yeah, this is that's definitely what it looks like. Let's let's take a look at that uh, chart. So it looks uh, wow, it's going catastrophic there. Yep. So it's only got us through December twenty twenty one right now. So yep. I guess it's a uh, it's a it's a reverse looking chart, but as as we can see, this is this is going uh, through the roof, through the roof, all the yeah. way back in twenty twenty. So when um you know we had the uh, the blue flu hit, they had to like do something because uh, the economies of the world basically shut down. So they uh, they they stimulated big time. Yep, it's wild. So what uh what do you what do you think is going to go with? I mean, it's all the way back in. 2008 remember when they had a housing crisis yep and uh, it's been ramping all the way since then so now so it's, it's like going to a level that no one's ever seen before 
So when you look at that, I mean, that chart is the aggregate of all of the money ever created in America, even though it only goes back to 1959. That's just as far back as the chart goes. Right. But but it goes back to day zero. So when you look at that, it's pretty much flatlined for, well, from 1776 (laughs) until pretty much 2009. Then it ramps up. So in 2020, what they did in, in March of 2020, they added savings accounts to this mix. And they said, well, that's why the chart went crazy wild looking. Well, I don't care what they add to it. It's still money in circulation, right? So, mm-hmm. so when you add all of it up, it's $20.5 trillion. Mm-hmm. Well, what's our national debt? It's $29.5 trillion, right? So even if you used all of the money created ever in the history of our country, you still don't pay off the national debt now. There's still $9 trillion left. It's truly mathematically impossible to pay off the debt. So what does that leave us with? Number one, they could file for bankruptcy, which they're not going to do. Number two, they inflate or die. They just print so much more money like there's no tomorrow because they already know it's impossible to pay it off. So why not just add more to it, right? And without discretion, I think that's the route that we take, which puts us more in line with Venezuela style inflation growth moving forward because they know the ramifications of this. It's their chart. It's their data. Um, it's not mine. So I think that's where we're, that's where we're headed. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. So what, what else? Uh, so that's, that's disturbing. I mean, if, as if we didn't have enough, you know, uh, what, what else you see that's coming? So, so, when you when you look at that, right, you're you're looking at the the total history of, of, of money supply. We're we've been talking about inflation forever, right? For I mean, for months, not forever, but for months, we've been talking about the inflationary pressures. The reason we have inflationary pressures is reflected in that chart, right? Inflation is a function of the money supply. It takes way more of a devalued currency, which they're devaluing it. When you see a chart like that, it's it's turned into monopoly money, right? So merchants are going to say, well, we just need more of this junk currency to buy valuable goods and services. So here's the thing. When policymakers have kicked the can so far down the road that they can't pull it back now, what are they going to do? It's, It's just human nature. It's like, well... I'm not going to let America die on my watch. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to file for bankruptcy. They're, they're simply not going to file for bankruptcy. Right. Like it, like an individual would, they're just going to print more. It's, it's truly the point of, of like a, a heroin addict. Right. It's like, okay, just one, one, one shot wasn't enough. Now you need two. Well, now you need three. It's like, boom. now I'm going to die. Right. I mean, that's kind of where this, this comes, um, to, to, to fruition is it's gone too far and you can't pull it back. And so you look at what's, what's happening, not just here, but around the globe. Um, there's more stimulus that's coming because people aren't working. The economy is slowing down. You look at the jobless numbers, they're actually increasing. They're not decreasing. I don't care what Biden says. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and how they stop measuring it and how the number of people in the labor force and it's like, oh, we're not doing that bad. We're not doing that good is is and and normally everybody who watches you and me talk realize 
I, I'm a glass half full kind of a guy. Right. I'm never a glass half empty kind of a guy. But when I look at that chart, it's not even glass half empty. It's glass completely empty. Um, there, there's no way that it can be fixed with normal monetary policy or normal fiscal policy, right? It's this thing can only be fixed with a complete reset. Um, and therefore, because normally when I see a hurdle, it's like, okay, you just run and you jump over it or you walk around it, you figure out a way to get to your final destination where you can thrive and not have to settle to survive, right? This is the the first time in as long as I can remember about myself um, that I'm not glass half full. I'm I'm glass completely empty. This is how big of a deal this is when they've got that much money in circulation. So you you add all of the stimulus that they are going to be adding to try to make people happy, right? To keep people paying them to stay home, whatever they're going to do, right? Um, but now we've got other things coming up. And, and when I look at asset prices, when I look at the stock market, when I look at the bond market, when I look at gold and silver, it's all a reflection of not just tax policy or amount of money in circulation. It's a function of politics and economics and the social climate that we're living in, right? And the chaos, all of that affects everything. It's like this big puzzle that's, that everything blends together, right? So, so you look at what's going on. We've got Russia and Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Putin, you know, is, is flipping Biden the bird and say, hey, we're, I don't care what you say, we're going to invade Ukraine. You got to stay out of our business, right? I, I think that is going to bring commodity prices through the ceiling. Oil and gas prices are going to go through the roof if if Russia invades Ukraine. I don't even think it's, I mean, you're more in tune with this than I am, but I don't think it's a matter of if. I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to invade Ukraine, right? Uh, absolutely. Um, are. No, no, no question. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll cause equity prices to actually just, just get decimated. It, war always does that, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. like, change when when people invest in the stock market what do they want they want consistency of future expectations they 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 like the stock market likes peace the stock market likes growth the stock market likes to know hey when i invest in something it's going to be there 5 10 20 years from now that's why i'm investing you don't have that with war you don't have that with with the political tensions that we have right now you don't have that with the social climate we have i mean look at what happened in Canada with the caravans, right? right. Um, Canada is a peaceful country. Mm-hmm. It didn't turn out very peaceful. America is not necessarily a peaceful country. What's going to happen when we, I mean, I just read an article yesterday morning. Anybody who gives gas to anybody on the caravan from LA to DC is going to be arrested, right? I mean, they're already making, making it into a big political deal. Well, that kind of turbulence that'll probably hit a lot of the big cities along the way, right, is going to cause wreak havoc in in the markets. Um, So this is where I'm a different kind of economist and different kind of advisor, right? Because I do blend the political with the economic, with the social, because it all matters. It it all matters. And when you have all of them that are in in bizarro world kind of topsy-turvy at the same time, that's going to cause certain things to go up and certain things to, to come down. So w- when I look at that, it's, it's like, okay, this is this is not going to be good in the short and medium term for the stock markets. It's going to be great 
for things like gold and silver because they thrive. They absolutely thrive on, on chaos and uncertainty, turbulence, turmoil, change, inflationary pressures, right? So, so then you look at stuff. Um, so the Fed made another announcement. And, and, and I'm never going to advise somebody on an uncertain future outcome because either I'm going to be right or I'm going to be wrong, right? Those are 50-50 odds, same as Vegas odds. And you can't advise somebody on Vegas. You can only advise people on what's right in front of us right now if you want to minimize risk and maximize return. Right. So I read this article um, from the Fed. And actually, NPR was the first outlet that posted it. I don't know why I was reading an NPR article, but I was. (laughs) (laughs) But the source was from the Federal Reserve. um, About now, they're a a Central Reserve um, banknote. Uh, CRBN, I think is what it's called. It's basically digital currency. So for the first time ever, I mean, late to the dance, right? China has a digital currency. Now India is considering one. Mm-hmm. Um, now America is. So what, what is the big deal about that? Right? Well, I don't like it because it removes all privacy, right? Mm-hmm. When you can deal with cash, there's, there's a privacy element to that. Look at the countries who are adapting it. India, China, very communist, socialist type countries that are all about people control, right? When you know what people are buying, when you know what they're selling, when you know where they're going, who they donate to, if they go to church and give ties or if they they support a certain political party, right? Everything, they will know everything about you with this. note, And it's going to be more like a Venmo or Apple Pay kind of a thing where you can add the central bank, you know, digital currency into your e-wallet and just, you know, pay for things like you would with anything else. So this is where America is going. Now, I think that it's a horrible thing, but I think it's one step closer to what the end result is actually going to be, which is more of a quantum financial system, right? Getting people used to digital currency, getting people used to getting away from paper. But, but here's the next step. You for for accountability for transparency in a, in a populist world, you have to have a currency that's backed by gold, by a tangible asset, or else we're going to be no better. We're actually going to be worse when you still have no discretion in your printing or mining of con- or currency, whatever it's called, right? When you're dealing with a digital currency, um, but then you still have no tangible backing to it. It actually makes it worse because what you've lost is all of your privacy. So as we're moving forward, this is why Trump had mentioned it a couple of times. This is why now the IMF and the, the World Bank are actually promoting gold. And people don't really, re- why would they promote gold? Well, because I don't think they want to lose credibility when this is where the world system is going is to a tangible backed currency. That's what I believe. They don't want to be sitting back there saying, well, yeah, we're supposedly the banking experts. We didn't tell anybody about it, right? Because we didn't know it snuck up on us. No, they're they're actually telegraphing what's coming next, right? They always do. And so when they're talking about everybody in Europe, you know, people in Germany, you know, whoever, whichever central bank is talking about it, you need to buy gold. Why are they doing that? Well, number one, they own a lot of gold. The European Central Bank the World Bank, they own a lot of gold and they need the price of gold to go up to shore up their balance sheets so they can lend out more money. That's part of it. But the other part of it is 
This is the global trend that's a result of the populist movement worldwide that seeks for transparency and truth and accountability, right? The era of central banks is about over. And they didn't want to be caught, pre, you know, saying, saying nothing about it. When a whole system changes, they still want to maintain credibility. Well, this is why I think that they're talking about it. I think that those days are coming, Michael, when we will have a gold-backed currency and it's not going to just be, oh, in our lifetime, we will. I think it's coming sooner than what people think, because the era of central banks is going away quicker than what we could possibly imagine, right? They've, they've lost, they've squandered their time in the sun. This is why you've got what you and I talked about, and you had brought up actually in Kazakhstan, you know, the the, the haves and the have-nots starting to fight. This is all basically fighting against the rich aristocracy, the bankers, right? Mm -hmm. this, this is all social economics, political, all blended into one. Yeah. And only those that, you know, have, uh, you know, built themselves a foundation will survive, I believe, going forward. So that the, uh, the silver, you know, the people who are gathering – uh, it's going to it's going to be very good going forward. So you you have uh, you have a great site where people can come and uh, check that out. Let, let me share the screen real quick. And. You know, this these days of economic turmoil, it's it's going to it's going to absolutely turn uh, crazy, you know, going forward. So you're, you're going to need you're going to need some kind of a foundation economically and that foundation as, as we've been talking about for a while now, is silver. And then eventually maybe you go to gold, but silver has the, the greatest potential to move up and, uh, and create long-term wealth because when everything else uh, fails, people move to commodities uh, and silver is going to be the biggest one. Yeah, and, and what's interesting is, you know, uh, we call in to the depository, we call in every single day as we're locking in trades, right? So, Amy and I will call in, we'll lock in people's trades. And, and what we're seeing is like thousand ounce silver bars, the staple of manufacturing, right? Um, the 2022, I just read a report, is going to be the highest demand for industrial silver yet. So they're expecting 1.2, almost 1.2 billion ounces of silver to be used um, for industrial purposes. Well, the total amount of mining in a given year is about 2 billion ounces. So that means there's only 800 million ounces left for everything else, right? So, so the demand for silver is going through the roof. Um, and what we're seeing now is on 1,000 ounce bars, just so people know that they're never 1,000 ounces. Only very, they, can, they can range from make like maybe 930 ounces to maybe 1,060 ounces, right? I mean, that's just kind of a range. And you only pay for the number of ounces you get. But now the, the low weights and the high weights are gone. So there's just this, this middle type, maybe um, 980 ounces to like 1,017 is all that's left, right? So, so what does that tell us? Supply issues. There's, there's not much supply when demand is going through the roof. When you add those two things together, you get higher prices. Low supply, high, high demand will equal higher prices, right? And I think that's where we're headed because we're seeing it every single day. Every single day. Um, we can't actually get some of the stuff and bar weights that we actually want because they're not available anymore. Mm. So 
as as we move forward is I you know I I'm never like this urgent kind of a guy right it's like you know just do what you do when you think it's right you know just pray about it think about it you know meditate on it and when when you want to allocate when you have that peace of mind then give me a call but what I have to almost tell people now is like okay don't pray about it for too long because really supply issues are are really becoming an issue right so so when you've got these kind of things happening right underneath our nose and you know that the fundamentals are there we've got we've got political turbulence we've got inflationary pressures we've got unsustainable debt we've got uh, all this stuff happening it's like don't let the dust settle on a decision right i would just gobble up as much as you can as quick as you can and move forward with with that courage to be in the right place at the right time. And you're, you're looking at my amazing team there. I mean, they are, they are a gift there. I am blessed because of them. They're all amazing and they will bend over backwards. They will bend over backwards to make sure that you get all your questions answered on our free consultations. We have free consultations to answer everybody's questions because everybody's dreams, everybody's income needs, everybody's um, is different. You can't use a cookie cutter approach with people's retirements because everybody's different. Right. And that's why we take the time with those free consultations to make sure we get everybody's questions answered. Yeah. Outstanding. So this is a uh, Kirk Elliott, phd.com. So you'll be able to like, you know, hit that link. The link will be in the description box, you know, wherever this, wherever you see this, uh, this video and you'll be able to, uh, you know, hit that link or like I said, Kirk Elliott, phd.com. And uh, just mentioned Jayco, uh, Mike Jayco sent you, and uh, you get a you get a special deal. <laughs> so they'll treat you with with kid gloves. So they're a really good team, and uh, they they lo- they love all of us. You guys are in a good hands when you reach uh, Kirk Elliott's team. Well, thank you so much for that. I mean, we love spreading this message of hope with you and being a part of part of your team. Really, I mean the. Uh, the sponsorship that we can do to keep your amazing voice out there, Mike, it's just, it's just amazing. Um, we're blessed to be a part of your life. I know that you feel the same towards us and it's just, it's an awesome thing. Um, when, when you're doing what you're created and called to do right. And you can help people multiple times a day. You know, everyone on our team is just calendars full on full. Um, that's a lot of people that we get to help every single day because of your message, because of your reach, and uh, we're just we're just thankful and blessed. And and um, there's a lot more people that need help. I mean, this morning I had a call with a client that was just crying. Uh, one of my other advisors, uh, Ashley, was was dealing with somebody who just bawling. People mm-hmm. are just stricken with fear mm-hmm. and we can help melt that away. Right. And this is this is what we do. Um we want to bring financial peace to people's lives and, and melt away that anxiety that's gripping people into inaction. I tell you what, I, I don't mean to be scary, um, but, but you do nothing, you know, which is the tendency when people are afraid, just brush it under the right. rug and forget about it. Right. If you do that, you will sink with this ship. I'm telling you, this is, yeah, this is probably the biggest epic bubble that we are going to see in our lifetime. Um, but that's why you have to do something. And that's why we take, every care necessary to make sure we can help you melt away that financial anxiety so you can move to action. Yeah, that's beautiful. And we've seen, you know, countries uh, come and go throughout time, but 
the people that did really well were the ones that prepared. And a lot of those people had probably gold and silver yeah. uh, with, without question. Uh, and I, I know a lot of people are, are getting in on this. So uh, highly recommend it. And uh, as you go forward, this is, this is going to make you guys uh, either, like you said, sink or sail away into a great future. hundred percent. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right. Thanks a lot for coming on again. And uh, always appreciate you coming on your insights. Uh, they're well-respected by my audience. Uh, we got that one little M1 indicator from someone in the audience. So basically sent it to, to us. So appreciate that. I know you guys are, we got economic professors that are like looking at us and, and, and saying you guys are on board. You're, you're, you're doing a good job and uh, we appreciate it. We do that, that idea to talk about M1 today came from one of your, one of your viewers. And, yeah. and we love that. We, we look at the comments, right. And we want it, we want to help mm -hmm. uh, talk about what you want to hear. Right. Um, so keep them coming, keep the comments coming. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll talk about it like we did this week. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thanks a lot. Awesome. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. Awesome. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.